Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Today we will continue our series on the end times prophecy. Listen in as Ray begins to unfold the truth. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're studying the end times, and today we'll look at reasons to see Ezekiel 38 as the Battle of Armageddon. You know, many believe the battle described in Ezekiel 38 doesn't refer to Armageddon, yet there are multiple reasons to see that it is. Just like a battle scene in a movie that has multiple camera angles to tell the story more effectively, Ezekiel 38 is another camera angle of the Battle of Armageddon. Ezekiel 38 is a more close-up view than other passages since it focuses on only four of the nations involved and not all ten. As we've already seen, the nations that I find in this passage are Turkey, Libya, Iran, and Sudan. One of the best points to be made for the Gog-Magog battle found in Ezekiel 38 to be Armageddon is found in Ezekiel 39.7. It clearly states that after the Gog-Magog battle of Ezekiel 38, God will never allow His name to be profaned anymore. Ezekiel 39.6 And I will send fire upon Magog and those who inhabit the coastlands in safety, and they will know that I am the Lord. My holy name I will make known in the midst of my people Israel, and I will not let my holy name be profaned any more. And the nations will know that I am the Lord, the Holy One in Israel. Although we haven't studied it yet, one of the events of the tribulation that occurs halfway through it is that the Antichrist will proclaim that he is God. This will be the most profane event in human history from God's vantage point. It's prophesied in a few passages that the Antichrist will go into the Jewish temple in the middle of the tribulation and declare himself to be God. This event is called in the book of Daniel, the abomination of desolation. This is the same terminology used by Christ in Matthew 24. So we know that the Gog-Magog battle of Ezekiel 38 cannot occur before the Antichrist makes that profane declaration since God has declared that after the defeat of Gog, he will not allow his holy name to be profaned anymore. Let's take a quick look at that profaning event against God that is prophesied about the Antichrist in the future. He will declare himself to be God and will be indwelt by demonic forces. This is irrefutably the most profane event in human history, and it has to occur before the battle of Gog, Magog, in Ezekiel 38. Daniel 11:36. Then the king will do as he pleases, and he will exalt and magnify himself above every god, and will speak monstrous things against the god of gods. And he will prosper until the indignation is finished, for that which is decreed will be done. We also see this in Matthew 24, Matthew 24:15. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. So we clearly see that after the war described in Ezekiel 38, God never allows his name to be profaned again. And if God defeats Gog in the Ezekiel battle, and then the Antichrist profanes God's name in the middle of the tribulation, then God has not foretold the future accurately and is no longer qualified to be God. Of course, that cannot be the case since God cannot lie. Numbers 23:19. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. As he said, and will he not do it? I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you have questions or comments about the show, visit us online at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again for listening and join us tomorrow as we continue to uncover hidden treasure.